Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? I am fab. How are you? Really good, thank you. Really good. You're in a different room to last week. Yep, I found another little quiet space. I, 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 I've been told that the sound is better in here. Nice padded walls. Um, Soaking so up some of the sound. Yeah, so I'm hopefully not as echoey as I was on the, on the, the last uh, episode last week. But um, this is the joy of having to return to the office and also record this in a big empty space where there's no people and no but he I mean honestly I'm surrounded just by like boxes and just old magazines yeah so uh so you've got the old vintage magazines there I'd be interested to have a little flick throw Stephen was just telling me before we started recording he's got some vintage celeb goss magazines like we're going back to what 2003 yeah 2002 2003 Madonna Madonna and Guy Ritchie split J-Lo and Ben Affleck, the wedding. I mean, we're talking about that now. Nineteen. <laughs> that has come right back round. Amanda Holden, she's out to get a new man. I mean, it's just on and on. Ulrika Johnson, heartbreak, Brad and Jennifer, marriage crisis. I mean, it's like it's like a little treasure trove in here. Isn't it funny, like that moment in time? But how funny our showbiz history repeats itself sometimes. Because <laughs> a couple of them things, even the... Brad and uh, Jane has been topical even at the start of the year. Yeah, yeah, we. I'm sure we've talked about it at some point. Um, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, yeah, there's always, yeah. It's all the same people. They just kind of go in and out of fashion, I guess, don't they? When, yeah. When, but then you're talking about people like Ben and uh, and J Lo. Um, yeah, I don't think any of us were expecting at the beginning of this year to see them back together, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> who, who only knows what we'll be reading in uh, another 19 years? Yeah, forever. Christ. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Hopefully all That's about a... you and me, Bob, when we've taken yeah, over the world. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> um, how are you anyway? Do you have a good weekend? Really good, thank you, babe. So recorded episode two of the Towie official after party, mm-hmm. which I'm just loving so much. It's, it's I mean, such a ball doing it. Um and it's just really lovely to be in a studio in London, filming that, um, having that new role. So that's lovely. I'm, I'm just loving being in London for work a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, I, I definitely feel like when you finish work, if you're just either go- going to a train station or if you're going for a bite to eat, more and more people are, are there. It's getting busier. You're seeing more tourists, which is lovely, which is obviously great for us. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just a really nice vibe and energy. But I think everyone is holding out and just grabbing on now to these last few weeks of kind of semi-late, a uh, bit of sun before it gets too too late. Because I think we're probably not far off when the clocks change that it becomes a, a pretty dark, doesn't it, by the time you leave the office? Yeah, 100%. I, I forget about that. I mean, it's... it's shortest I mean it gets dark about half four doesn't it so yeah we've still got to make the most of it now I've got my shorts on today I'm still I'm gonna keep them on while it's warm um you got it, babes, yeah get the pins out I saw yeah. on Instagram that you, you got yourself your boots yeah I've got my walking boots ready for next week to um to climb climb up Ben Nevis with my my OAP auntie um <laughs> I she'll, love, she'll love me for that. saying that um no I mean um, yeah she's she's well up for it. her and her husband um they're, they're very active people so yesterday I've, I've got my walking boots nice little 30 quid from Sports Direct well I mean so you can't you, complain are you breaking them in is that why you're wearing them early yeah apparently if you don't you run the risk of getting blisters and stuff like that and obviously I've because it's a seven hour walk they're up and down so 
you don't really walk many places for seven hours, even if you no. do you know what I mean? You might do a couple of hours and then stop at a pub or or whatever, yeah. or a, a little <laughs> seaside walk for 45 minutes. But yeah, so it's going to be quite intense. But um, yeah, so I, I couldn't even to... do Oxford Street for seven hours. I don't think so. That's <laughs> off to you. You'd run out of shops, I think, probably. I'd run out of shops. <laughs> I certainly would want a little Starbucks or a little coffee stop somewhere along the line. Yeah, we're gonna we'll stop for lunch. Say, no. we'll st- I don't know if we're I gonna mean, take is there, like restaurants up there. No, 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 no. We're gonna take our own. There's no. There's, oh, like it. <laughs> there's no restaurants, Bob. <laughs> there's little Nando's, Carluccio's. Oh my god, that'd be lovely. Um, uh, sadly, not. No, but my my auntie's very upset because we're gonna stay. I'm gonna be staying in a caravan for uh, three days, so um, it's gonna be quite like a back to basics uh, experience in the Scottish Highlands. So um yeah just be it'd be nice so yes I did today I got my got my walking boots I've been trudging them around Camden uh trying to find my lunch I feel like a right prick walking around meal deal. yeah basically <laughs> looking like I've just tro- I've just come out of the countryside but you know wouldn't quite call East London that when do you go so it's next week yeah yeah this weekend so I'm actually going to be climbing the mountain next Tuesday or Wednesday depending on the weather and it might not happen either day if the weather's bad. Um, uh, but if that's the case, then we'll just go into Fort William, which is the nearest city and, or town, rather, and, and, you know, just soak up some of the sights in the rain. Um, yeah, have a nice little country pub lunch. Exactly, That'd exactly nice. that. Yeah, so it's not, it won't be a washout, kind of whatever happens. So oh, um, that'll be nice. Oh, I'm excited. So yeah. I really keep fingers crossed it'll be nice. If, yeah. if you have the weather that we've got this week, you're laughing. Yeah, I think Scotland isn't probably quite the same as it is yeah, down it's in, London. in London. <laughs> uh, but we'll see. Um, the, the forecast at the minute is sunshine and showers, so it could go either way. Um, yeah, kind of makes it hard to pack. Yeah, it? Sunshine yeah. or so what have you got? A little rain jacket that you can put in the rucksack. Yeah, got a rain jacket. My, I've got to take layers so that I can, you know, basically strip off as we go if I get hot or uh, or put more on if I get cold. I've, my 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 auntie's husband has got me some um, waterproof trousers, so I'm sure they'll be absolutely stunning to wear. Um, <laughs> as I'm going to be grateful for them. If yes, it true. Like torrential rain. That is very true. I just don't think I've ever worn waterproof trousers, but um, that's not to say. Well, now is the time to start, really, isn't it? So yeah, if you're <laughs> climbing mountains, Stephen, it's the time. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I've never climbed a mountain. Neither have I. I have these little. Um, <laughs> It's a, it's a green thing. It's I think the brand's called Compede. I would say other brands are available. Well, I'm not actually sure if they are, uh, but it, not an ad. But it's really good. It's like a really small deodorant stick. And if you kind of get like a blister, so for, there's certain shows that obviously you can't wear socks with, isn't yeah. it? depending on like what you wear with it, like if it's the suit and showing a bit of bit of ankle. Bit of ankle, um, like Victorian yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just <laughs> flashing a bit of skin, just, just that two inch between the shoe and the, the trouser. Yeah. But this little compede stick, it's called, I don't know if it's like, I so couldn't work in their PR because I'm probably getting this so wrong. I want to say it's almost like an invisible plaster protector barrier. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's good little sticks are basically really long story short. If you get yourself one of them little sticks, put it in your rucksack. I mean, I don't know how, how much it will help on blisters as in a seven hour trek but uh, it, it does you all right if you walk around Westfields well look I mean it's basically the same thing just with a slight incline <laughs> isn't it so um so we, we will see but actually yes it's probably a good shout I probably should get some some uh some kind of stick or some plasters or, or something pump. yeah just yeah. in case 
so yeah so i've got that to look forward to anyway uh, but do you know what we, we're blabbing on this is what we normally yeah. talk about at the end of the show bob but we have stuck a, we have... a live stories for us yeah it's it's a bit. Um, so we're having a bit of a different show this week we've only got one guest today but she is fabulous um from uh, first dates we've got uh, laura Tot um coming up later and we're gonna be running through all of the uh, very exciting show news because it has been a very busy week this week well, I guess the, the, the big showbiz story is that we, we've got the announcement of our celeb couples and their professional partners for Strictly now. Yes, very true. Any caught your eye? Oh, do you know what? I'm I'm really, and I know I said it, um, I think, a couple of weeks ago, and, and this is literally, I'm basing this on, on my love for her. I'm back in Judy Love. Judy Love and Graziano, I'm well, I'm well yeah. here for that. Love yeah. a bit of Gratz. Yeah. Love a bit of Gorgeous Gratz. Yeah. Grads and Jodes. I mean, I'd love a Saturday night out with them, spinning yeah. around on the dance floor. <laughs> Me too. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I, I'm really I'm rooting for them. Um and, and I, I really think they will do well. I'm I'm inclined to agree with you. Yeah, there's a couple. Um, I wrote down a couple just so I could remind myself. Um, I think Adam Peaty, the Olympian, and Catcher are going to be two to look out for because Catcher does come up with some incredible dances. And she had to pull out last year when she was with uh, Nicola Adams, which was the first ever uh, same-sex coupling um, on the on the show. And um, they all look lovely spinning around in his lycra. Certainly not going to be complaining about him in a in a see through uh, shirt or some such. Um, <laughs> then also um, John Waite and uh, from Bake Off and Johannes, um, who are going to be the first male pairing um, to take to the floor. I saw a little tiny clip of them dancing together on um, Steph's pack lunch. Now I'm going to say I was expecting a little bit more of John. Um, in but, what way? Tell me. I don't, I don't know. So I'm not stiff. seeing this clip. Little bit in stiff. terms of, a bit stick. I what? So the moves weren't quite there yet. I yeah, was it a little bit kind of time and envy nightclub vibes <laughs> after a few too many shots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very much. Um, uh, apple says. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, but I mean, he's got a brilliant teacher in Johannes, and if anyone could get it out of him, then it's probably him. So. Um, so yeah, I think those two are going to be ones to watch out for. And then I think it, the public will um, take to our, our first all all male partnership. And that's a really good question. I think I would imagine. I think both uh, John and Johannes are fairly popular, like with the with the public. Right, neither of them have ever done anything <laughs> horribly offensive or or you know anything like that. And I think. I honestly do think that people just want to watch a good performance. I mean, we, we can say this as, as two very like openly gay men, you know, like I, that's how I watch it. I'm not, I'm certainly, uh, I don't, I mean, I, I, obviously you do see who's dancing, but what you're actually looking for is a great performance on the night, kind of regardless of who they are in it. Agenda. Um, and, you know, it's been a long time coming. Strictly's been on what? 16 17 years something like that um and and hopefully there's no covid outbreak like there was with with poor catcher and nicola last time i i have a good feeling that people are going to like them and john's very easy on the eye johannes is very easy on the eye you know there's a lot going for them what, what do you think yeah but i think you know I, I definitely think it's it's time and um i mean bbc certainly have as we've seen over the the last year or two we've seen the diversity which is yeah. amazing 
And um, yeah, I, I just think it's of its time now, you know, and I've, I really hope that if anything, it, it starts conversations because what, what we have to remember is Strictly's on in, in so many houses and it's one of them shows that you can have three different generations under one roof watching mm-hmm. that. And if, if that is, I, I just think it's, it's time. And, and I really hope that, like you say, people, regardless of people's, if they're pro it or not pro it, see the, the performance for the performance and take yeah. away what the gender is. So regardless of that, I think if something deserves its score, let's base it on that and, and not anything else. Yeah, because if they're rubbish, then they deserve to go out. Uh, you know? Of course, yeah. I certainly don't think we should be keeping partnerships in just because of something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If the performance isn't ever because then you would then feel bad on the, the, the other couples yeah, in, yeah. in the show. But uh, no, I, I think it's great if it opens up conversation. And I know I, over the time we've done this show together, we, we frequently speak with Strictly Stars and I've interviewed quite a lot for, for my magazine column. And um, the majority of dancers, in fact, I think all of them will always say, dance is dance. The partner mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Like, the, the the gender doesn't come into it. And I think when you start training, uh, girls are paired with girls and boys are paired yeah. with boys. So, so to them, it's actually nothing new. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, no, I think it's great. I'm really, really excited. To, but the, the scary thing about Strictly starting is to me, it's always, and it's what we used to get with the X Factor, it's just that little subconscious reminder that Christmas is ticking away now. Yeah, summer is 100% over when those shows have started, aren't they? And um, yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you on that. But but hopefully we'll have a good full series like we like we managed last year. And, you know, by the time it comes to the end, it's Christmas. And then I, I, I love a bit of January. So, you know, bring it on. Like, get, let's get round to the new year. Let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. And, and... 2022, it's got to be a good end statement. I know we said this last year. <laughs> But it's gonna be, and I we love an even hope. number. I I, I love okay. even numbers. I'm a little bit weird to the point that I almost really dislike odd. Okay, um, so is this is superstitious thing. I, I think so, and it's a very subconscious thing. But I can't be in the car and have my radio volume on an odd number. Right, I can't have an odd number on the TV at home. Obviously, unless it's the channel. But if, if it's volume, everything has to be even. Um, I, I mean, that didn't really work for 2020, though, did it? I mean, that was a pretty ropey. Yeah, that that <laughs> was that was a little bit of a shitter when it comes to loving an even number. But I think even even numbers weren't going to help a global pandemic. <laughs> no, no, um, I, don't think, I don't think any amount of um, affirmations before bedtime <laughs> were going to stop the global pandemic, no. were they? Or saluting. Well, that's another one. Are you superstitious? A little bit. I won't walk under a ladder. What about the magpies? Because I genuinely, I must spend and I'm not exaggerating now it, it happens several times a day I, I probably must spend about 45 minutes a week to an hour saluting magpies now that's an hour of my life that's four hours a month and I'm not very good at maths um, any, so it's a part-time that's, job that's, that's 52 hours a year I'm spending saluting magpies I'm basically like um, wildlife man yeah, you'll have a Chris Packham doing countryside yeah. or something. Um, well, you know, I never had the magpie thing growing up. I only ever heard about it when I was an adult. So, oh. no, I've never I've never saluted a magpie. And I did genuinely, when I first saw my friend do it, I remember I was at university and I was like, 
it's like, what sorry what are you doing like I honestly had no concept but yeah apparently it's a big thing just wasn't where I lived in Hampshire so um, yeah just call me Bobby Attenborough yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a job a job uh, shift for you from Towie to nature documentaries to nature documentaries imagine um but there was there was another little bit of news uh this week actually i don't know if you saw um that um the love island couple uh millie and liam are apparently already looking for a house now they did say apparently that they weren't going to be doing that um <laughs> and turns out you know like a month after they they've won they are what do you make what do you make of it because i i think i think i know you spent all that time together in the villa but a month in ooh i don't See, know for from someone that was on a reality tv show for 10 years i get that time in a reality tv show isn't like any other kind of time mm-hmm. um minutes are like hours hours are like days uh, and so on so time it's its own little entity when it comes to time on a reality tv show and especially in a couple or a relationship because i mean it's probably slightly different when you're in love because the whole thing's about love and you're in a villa um but basically you would be living your life off camera then on camera and then it, it it becomes very much that in itself magnifies time. Okay. If you said to someone in a traditional nine to five job, if they turn around and said, "I'm moving in with someone after a month," I, I think there would be a. I, I get what you're saying, definitely. Um, but also being in a villa with no contact to the outside world, no, no friends, no family, no internet. They've probably done so much talking in them 24 hours a day or however many hours they was awake. They probably feel like they've known each other a lot longer. Yeah. I would worry, though, it could be a little bit too soon just because if you wanted to make the relationship work, sometimes it's not until you move in with someone. Actually, it's you do little things that get on each other's tits. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you, and you don't see that in in, a, in the, the the build up or the early days when you yeah, yeah. a lovely bit of lunch or a bit of dinner or do you fancy a porn star martini? It's all lovely. It's not until you start seeing well, actually he's not very good at washing up. He doesn't do this or she don't do Wet that. towels on the floor or <laughs> yeah, and then it grinds your gears a little bit. So I almost think have your honeymoon period a little bit longer. But um, that's true. Actually, the drudgery of real life can probably get in the way quite quickly, right? I would I would imagine, but. I what part of me wonders if it's maybe like a bit of a business choice. Um, they know the you know I imagine most people, especially if they win the show, <clears throat> know that they have a short window of opportunity to make as much money as possible, and but and maybe maybe that's maybe that's part of their thinking. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. You've gone on a reality show, you've won it. You know you 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 get one shot. You, you know now's the time to take it, um, mm. and maybe that's part of their thinking too. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see where that one goes. I guess I, I'm sure, regardless of what happens, we will be seeing it, reading about <laughs> it, and we'll certainly be talking about it. So it's got to be one to watch. I think you're right on that one, Bob. Because sometimes you see that the Pickford fans arrive. You see them moving in the pap shots, <laughs> kissing, kissing like oh yeah, lovely that, little dog. All, yeah, and then six months later, not with this couple in particular, but with, with couples in the past. You see that same old delivery van, it rocks back up with black bags. And <laughs> same the driver. <laughs> yeah, they're out there. And um, so, so, yeah, it's a watch this space. But we wish them 
but both the best. Obviously, it, it, if they can make it work after a month, amazing. How lovely would that be? I mean, that's the dream for everyone. That's goals, isn't it? But um, yeah, yeah, my one thing would be like, oh, it's the month. Like, yeah, it's just a little bit. It's who's going to do the shopping this week? Yeah, it, it's real life things that kind of take the, the magic. Where are you down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're in a time now of delivery services. So, so maybe you ain't got to get in, get in the car and even worry about going to Sainsbury's. Fair yeah. point. Get it delivered now, and it overrates. I can't imagine Millie and Liam. Are the, are they, I imagine they'd be absolutely accosted if they went to a Tesco. So um, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's the delivery. <laughs> Talking of deliveries, have you seen just quickly? Yeah. Like the, I mean, I know we've spoke about it, and we're slowly we're seeing that shops and stock was changing. But I was reading this week. Apparently, no turkeys. They don't think for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Certainly, they're almost guaranteeing there's no Brussels sprouts. Now, what have Brussels sprouts done? I mean, I know they get a bad rip, but I quite like a sprout. Oh, I, me I too. Cook, I cook a good sprout, yeah. a bit of bacon with it. Oh, oh lovely. I'll do a stunning sprout. Um, apparently, that'll be like trying to find a unicorn this Christmas. <laughs> no sprouts. So what are we all going to be eating for Christmas? Nut Dry crackers. Dry crackers. and a... Dry crackers, but where's all the turkeys gone? That's yeah. what you've got to ask yourself. I mean, I think, I think we're in, yeah... And no CO2, which I'm not 100% <laughs> sure what that is, but there's no CO2 left or something. I think it's something on. to do, yeah, I, I'm not actually sure what it's what that bit is about, but apparently there's going to be like no fizzy drinks as well. So, um, oh, so nah. if you want to get your, uh, you know, your your tonic Lovely. ready for your little Diet Coke, yeah, maybe they're going to run out soon. So, um, so who oh, knows? It's a, it's a be bad times. <laughs> bad times all around, Bob. But the worrying thing is as well, we've been here before, 18 months ago or 20 months ago, however long ago it was, we can't do stockpiling people because we have to remember some people can't get to the shops that often or bless oh them Because I just think about the the older people or the people that aren't able to get into a shop. But do you remember them memes of just a man stood in the toilet row aisle at like Tesco's and there weren't a scrap of paper anywhere, not even kitchen roll. And it was all said, like, we, c- we can't be stockpiling here. So um, I'm hopeful most people have learned the lesson. But then the difference well, was then so. is that it was actually still coming through. <laughs> it was just being bought quicker than people could deliver it, wasn't it? Yeah. Now there's actually a shortage. So And, and Christmas was semi-cancelled last year, wasn't it? It was very much just in your house. Whereas as far as I'm aware, well, the household thing's changed. We've got the vaccine now. So that's, is that going to make it worse? Because people are going to think, right, we are allowed to have other houses round, which, I mean, I don't know what you're going to feed them. Because the, the, <laughs> like, you, you can come in this year. We've got nothing in it, but come on round. Maybe having... some bits from the bottom of the freezer that have been sitting there for a long time. Do you know what I mean? Some, like, some it's gonna be corn nuggets. and going to be resourceful. Yeah. Maybe it will take us back to the true meaning of Christmas. I'll bugger the true meaning of Christmas. I want to pick in a blanket. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, like, I, I, I hate all this. Like, let's get back to basic stuff. We did a back back to basics Christmas last year, and it was shit. So let's yeah. do a, let's do a proper one this year. We've got a basic year and a half. Yeah, could be in basic bitches. Why have we? Why is it always <laughs> the UK that's got to be so bloody basic? Everyone else seems to be living their best lives. It's just us stuck like in a. Losing <laughs> the one, I don't know. Talking like... of random things that mm. are b- becoming hard to get, I also saw that 
and I, and I don't know how they work this day, but apparently normally there would be 50 lorries coming from Calais. Say China might be wrong. Oh, okay. Could be Calais, could be China. I'm sure it was a C. Uh, but normally there'd be 50 vans of toys coming over, 50 lorries. Oh, right, apparently yeah. out of them 50, only two have gone. Two out of 50. So then the part of me, I start thinking, start think, oh, is, does that mean there's going to be no... Even down to the toys now. I mean, I mean, we can't worry about it or think about it because we're talking about Christmas like it's next week and it's still September. Yeah, um, true. But it is, it is a little bit of a... We, we've got to do something about it. We knew this was going to happen. I mean, Brexit's been on the card, it feels, for, for about, what, 15 years? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, what goes on here? Well, this uh, Bob, if you get me started on Brexit, as my former co-host Lizzie Cundy will learn, I'll never stop. So best to avoid that. Forget the B word. Forget the B word. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 obviously a bit like alarming, but um, we are where we're at. So um, we move. So we move. There was also uh, we've got uh, some some other kind of bad news this week, Cheryl, um, who obviously was performing the night before that, uh, Sarah Harding sadly passed away. She and Nicola both performed at, um, at Mighty Hoopla in, in South London. Um, she will be performing for the first time uh, this coming Saturday, the first time since uh, Sarah's sad passing uh, at Birmingham Pride. Um, and I think it's probably a case of one of those things like the show must go on. Um, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, absolutely. I, I think you're so right. I think it very much is a, a show would go on. I, I think Cheryl probably doesn't want to let her fans down. I'm pretty sure this was a commitment that was in her diary yeah. prior to, to the awful news that we've received recently. Um, and also, I, I would go as far as say I'm sure Sarah would want her to. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I think the fans are going to be there wanting and willing Cheryl on. And um, I'm sure there'll be a moment, and I wouldn't be surprised if she addressed it at some point on stage. Yeah. So actually, I think there could be a really lovely moment there um, at Pride. Also, Sarah was um, hugely loved by the LGBT community and being a Pride and everything. I, I just think it could be a really uh, a lovely little moment. And um, I'm sure, yeah, like I say, I reckon Cheryl will probably address it and yeah. um, the, the, the show does go on. I'm sure Cheryl really doesn't want to let all the people down that will, will have gone there purely, really, to, to, to see her or really excited to see her. Yeah, yeah. And um, what would you say? What's your thoughts? Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because you don't want to disrespect anyone's sort of memory. Um, uh, and I'm not suggesting for a second that she is, but but some people might think of it like that, like, you know, like how could you go back to work so soon? But, you know, I know people in, in my life who, who when they've suffered a, a bereavement, want to get back to what they know as quickly as possible, because what else do you do? I mean, of course you're, you're thinking about that person all the time, you know, and you might wake up and go to sleep thinking about them, but you can't do that f- forever. And I, and I can, and I think that, um, for a lot of people, getting back to what they know is really important for routine and and uh, for their own mental health. Um, and and Sarah's story is really horribly, horribly tragic for for someone so young. Um, uh, but like you said, Cheryl's I, I'm is from what I can tell and and what I've heard of her is like a consummate consummate professional. She 
she, yeah, like you also said, like the LGBT fans, you know, she was brilliant at, um, at Mighty Hoopla. Um, and, and I can imagine that she wants to get back to it as quickly as possible. And, you know, if they do, um, as was rumoured, sort of get back together for their 20th anniversary next year and some kind of, uh, uh, you know, fundraiser or charity event um, to do to do with breast cancer, um, then, you know, that I imagine they'll all want to be getting some performance time in and, and, and feeling good about how being back on the stage. Um, so yeah, I'll be, I, I imagine she will have something to say about it. Um, it would be a bit odd if she didn't. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hope that everyone that goes manages to really enjoy themselves. And I think you're, you're right. And I think it's definitely worth people bearing in mind and noting that everyone deals with things differently yeah. and um, there is no right and there's no wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and when it comes to grief, there really is no textbook for that. So whatever you do that makes you get through each day and um, process that and live with that, I think it is the right thing for you. Um, but you're certainly right that some people, I've got friends that, and also I know when my mum got ill, for me, I mean, thankfully she's better now, but when she was ill, for me working, and she also, she wanted me to continue working throughout her, her treatment because... Yeah. I think it's already such a huge thing that's going on, you know, that for, for people to what there's only so much you can do sat at home. And actually, again, no right or wrong, but I, I think actually some people getting back to work, whatever that work may be. And I think maybe because of the nature of the industry, people might see it as a different thing, but regardless of what your career is, getting back at and being around people, talking and getting some yeah. kind of normality helps people deal with their emotion and their mm-hmm. grief but certainly like I say I don't think there's any right or wrong um and anyone that's going through that at the moment I don't think should feel pressure to go to work or not go to work like do what do what feels good for you yeah definitely I mean I, I know when my mum was in hospital I I was there for sort of three weeks while she was in intensive care and came out and did all of that stuff but once she was out and I knew that she was on the mend I was keen to get back to my normal life. It's it's hard to spend that much time, you know, as much as I was happy to do it, it's, it's difficult, like, to be on such an emotional level all the time. So when you can get back, when you know, like, yeah, if you're lucky enough to know that things are going to get better and you can go back to some sense of normality, then then, then that's great. And I, I would imagine that, yeah, like, like I said, Cheryl is, um, Cheryl is keen to to do that. And I'm sure she'll knock it out of the park. <laughs> Absolutely. And I really do hope that the four girls do um, do some kind of anniversary show or shows next yeah. next year to one of the 20 years because I am, I'm all over that. 100%. I love the girls aloud. And, don't, uh, yeah. don't show me a gay in his mid 30s who doesn't, Bob. We will be there. <laughs> we will definitely be there. Uh, well, uh, our guest, uh, Laura, is uh, is here, so let's get her into to chat. Amazing. Hi. Hello. Hello, Ron. You okay? Yeah, yeah, really good. Thanks so much for, for joining I've us. Just seen, I've got like dodgy lines across my face now. But you're catching that golden hour. I'm loving it. <laughs> Thank it's you. Like an Instagram post right now. <laughs> yeah, but look at my lines across my face. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, How have you been keeping? Keeping busy, yeah. all? Always. Always. Yeah, this like. must have been a bit of a a bit of a 
shock to the system obviously people will know you from from when you did back first dates and then you became yeah. a paramedic and now you've yeah. got and now you basically became a paramedic at what would end up being the busiest time oh, I mean for, trust me to qualify around coronavirus <laughs> it was like I, I qualified um it's been about two and a half years I kind of had like a bit of time just to get used to it and then bam coronavirus I was like right what are the chances of that <laughs> I mean get thrown in the deep end though it's always good isn't it best way to Absolutely. learn completely gosh and when we talk about deep ends I, I don't think you'd get any deeper than that how was it because I'm sure you have seen some well let's just say I'm sure you've seen some things over the last 18 months uh, yeah it's, it's obviously I think it's been it's been really hard for everyone it's kind of knowing that like everyone's kind of in it as well mm. so obviously like, we see like a different side to it but everyone's having their own struggles aren't they but it's it's been hard and it, I think the hardest thing for us was not being able to take relatives in when people are in a really mm. critical condition and they're saying, I, I want to go with them and we're there like, we can't, it's, it's obviously not safe for them. But obviously if it gets to the point where it is going to end up that the person obviously isn't going to survive, obviously they are, they do get the chance to say goodbye to their relatives. But I know that there was a time where people weren't even getting that opportunity and we're yeah. having like face time calls and stuff and it yeah it's just it, it's like I said it's been really hard for everyone but I think what's happening is it's just going on for so long I think everyone thought it was going to be a few weeks and that would be it yeah. and it'd all be over and we could all just say oh do you remember coronavirus but it's it's just going on and on and on um, and does it does it feel like that in your work as well you know that like the, like the, the workload just isn't letting up do you know I it hasn't it's kind of we go through like waves like mm. it, it is like up and down up and down and we get a new variant it's been pretty constant but like I said there's also been like waves of it where there's been you have a couple of weeks where you feel like every patient you go into is is COVID positive and that is just it blows your mind you just think this is never going to end but then you might go a couple of weeks where you don't actually see a poorly person with COVID for a while so it really is it is up and down but I think the morale at work it just it has it has changed it's everyone is a bit sort of because it's just it's just going on for a long time now isn't it and and life hasn't doesn't feel like it's gone back to normal as well so like a lot of the times you like I remember like in the peak of it when you wanted to just go out and just go I don't know go and have a few tequila shots and go like let off a bit of steam and you yeah. you couldn't do it you couldn't do it could you obviously you could do it in your house but not quite the same on, to... on a Zoom. No, <laughs> you want to go listen to cheese music on the dance floor and just just be an idiot and dance around, and you didn't you didn't get that chance. Like the things that you'd normally do to like kind of de stress, it just it wasn't there. But it was it was the same for everyone. We were all kind of in quite a similar position, weren't we? Mm. And and now we're seeing, thankfully, the vaccine rollout, and so many people, millions, are having it. Are you seeing? Uh, is there light at the end of the tunnel now in terms of what you're seeing your end at work? Yeah, I would, I honestly say the last few months for us, um, if, I can only speak from my own personal, yeah, obviously like, like from my ambulance service, like, um, and it, it, ha- it is starting to get a bit better. Um, the people that we're seeing are less poorly, I would say. Um, it's different age ranges and I haven't been to a poorly COVID positive patient in quite, quite a while now and um, it's oh, been great. quite a good yeah quite a good few weeks obviously I can't speak for my colleagues no. but it's um like I said there was a point where I was going to six COVID positives a day and they were all really poorly so I think there there is light at the end of the tunnel and obviously it's so sad that we've lost as many people as we have 
Um, but hopefully we are nearing the end of it. I hope so. <laughs> oh, fingers I, Laura. I wanted to I ask know. you, so COVID aside, you, you've got and got engaged. Oh, yes. Tell, t- tell us all about Ooh. it. I love just it. Let got the let ring. It, uh, did you, did you know it was coming? Was it a compliment? No, I gave surprise? up hope in the end. Um, oh, did I was just you? Gonna, I was just going to plan my own wedding and just invite, <laughs> invite him along. <laughs> No, um, so I got engaged in Portugal um, in June and it was on the beach. It was it was supposed to be Dubai, actually, but obviously because of COVID, red Dubai, list. yeah, red list. <laughs> yeah. So we, we got we got red listed. So now, um, yeah, so we had to go, well, do you know what? We was out in Portugal there and it was on the green list. And then they made an announcement Ooh. while we was out there Ooh. and we had, yeah, 48 hours before we came home. I thought, oh, have like... he proposed by that point yet? Yeah, oh yeah, I've got oh, my ring. Thank so God, I bet you're thinking I've got 48 hours to get on one knee, get in the window, get the passports and get home. Get a restaurant yeah. booking with a nice sunset in the background and a bottle oh, no, of champagne yeah. ready. <laughs> but yeah, we were so lucky to get away though, to be honest. I've made the most of it. I've jumped on a plane every opportunity, like in my four days off. I'm just quick, quick, like quickly just getting away, getting out of the no, country. No, if anyone deserves it, what, what you guys have done throughout this pandemic, I think we speak for everyone oh, the NHS, you've been you. incredible and... Uh, the clapping on a Thursday evening didn't ever seem enough for what you've all seen and done. Oh, so how good was that, you. though? So oh, amazing. But you. I honestly think you, you guys have done such a... You're like angels. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's just a job, in it? At the end of the day, it's what you sign up for. But tell us a bit about the... So now you're uh, working with the Gratitude Games, is that right? Tell yes, us a bit about I am, that. yeah. So I'm actually really excited about this. Um, basically, it's like a new mass sporting event to help support the mental health of all the emergency services workers and the NHS workers. Mm-hmm. And they're basically next year in April, May um, in Manchester, they're holding this massive sporting event. It's got loads of different activities and they're getting 20,000 of the emergency services workers and the NHS to take part. And it all of it is just to raise money um, just for like, there's like exist, uh, can't even speak, sorry, um, existing charities already. And it basically gives like fast access to counselling and just other wellbeing services. And I think now is the time really that it that it's needed, isn't it? And it's mm-hmm. just it and it's also it's just a bit of fun as well for, for the people taking part, just to get everyone together and that can just talk about all their experiences and what they thought of the last year and just and also raising money for those that do need it. Cause I read this um, statistic and it was, I I can see how this has happened, but mine did a survey and they found that 69% of emergency responders have said that in the last year since obviously COVID, their mental health has massively worsened. And I mean, we can all understand exactly how that's that's happened. So I just think like it's it's a bit of fun as well. It's this event, but it's also for a reason to raise raise money for those that probably quite need it. Because I think emergency services with the um like the the mental health side of things it is quite underfunded as mental health is generally anyway mm-hmm. so yeah I just think it's it's just, it's really good to be a part of it really and to be asked to be an ambassador 
and um, not looking forward to the running part. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know what event I've been signed up for yet. <laughs> so yeah, do you know? Do you know what kind of things are involved? So there's obviously going to be running. Yeah, there's yeah. like there's running. There's like five k, ten k, swimming, golf, wow, archery. It's like yeah, the actual Olympics. Yeah, it, it literally is like, <laughs> like a mini Olympics. Which um, yeah, so I don't know what I'll be doing in that. I'll, um, I'll sign myself up for like. What's, I can't even think of like what's a nice little gentle. I'll do the hundred meter walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's like? Yeah, passing the baton like a relay. Oh yeah, lovely. yeah. I say, like, can I be the umpire? Yeah. But yeah, so um, but yeah, it, it'll be amazing to be fair, and I think it'd be so. And it's inviting their families as well, and I just think oh, to get a, it's not. It's just nice to be around other emergency services as well, mm. and other people that have all been through what we've all been through the last couple of years. So I'm really looking forward to it. What sort, of get fit. what sort of inspired you after doing a show like First Dates to go into this? It's something of, it Do you know, always, always it, in the back of your head sort of thing. Yeah, so I did it um, the whole I did it while I was in um, First Dates ah, as well. Okay, yeah, so right. yeah, I had to do, oh God, I'll tell you, I was so busy. Um, <laughs> so I've always wanted to be a paramedic and then I joined First Dates and I was actually in the military as well and it came just out a, of there just a couple of jobs yeah. well, blow, okay. <laughs> I get bored easily right? yeah. um so yeah so I thought right I can when I came out I said I'll do my paramedic now so I was doing weekends first dates and then Monday to Friday in Birmingham um training but I loved it I loved being busy and it was two completely different contrasting jobs and then mm. obviously the pandemic hit and yeah, it was quite needed as a as a paramedic, and I'm, I'm in a way like first dates going ahead without me. Um, it was kind of I don't know how I would have managed them both anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I when I had my days off, it was literally sitting watching Netflix and not moving from the sofa. So yeah, I don't know how I'd have been able to do both anyway. But did, very how, lucky. How did first dates come about for you? Um, so I was actually waiting to go in the Navy at the time and my friend worked in TV and she said they're looking for a waitress for a new show and she messaged me and said I've signed you up for something and I said what on earth have you signed me up for now and she just laughed and I thought god here we go and then um, yeah I got I got an interview like you would in in a normal kind of restaurant setting and yeah the rest was history and there we go I've done I think I did seven years on there in total in the end that's, that's a long, long stint. Yeah. Are you glad you did it though? Oh, of course. I wouldn't say I'm any better of a waitress now, though. Than what I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, you uh, would not want me serving your food. That's the thing. I mean, I was I was a waiter when, back when I was at university and at college and stuff, and I was absolutely terrible. It's just some I'm, people honestly, just aren't good at it, are they? <laughs> I am just terrible. The amount of like spills I've done and stuff. Like, I am just. I can put my hands on and say I'm a terrible waitress. It's hard to. People think, it is it? not as easy to tell you. Tell you balancing plates and oh, getting people's orders. No, I'm not. I'm not a great one. I can talk. I can. I like talking to people. I just don't really like carrying the food. <laughs> yeah, well, I spilt chips down someone on the first day I did it. Oh, yeah, did yeah. it and I was walking out with one plate at a time. They was like, "No, you can't do." <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, first you can't take one plate, and secondly, <laughs> and still a poor yeah, and, and poor chips. Summer. Oh my gosh, you just know me. Like, and then you, you think, do I pick them up? Or there ain't no blagging that. So now I'll take 
seven years doing that. that that's 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 good. Yeah. Well, my first my first day it was um, with the cameras and everything, and I dropped. I was taking a tray um, with diet coke on it and tipped it out and it went up in a handbag. The whole bag emptied in a handbag, and I thought that's it. I'm out. I'm out of the job here. How <laughs> did managed- she react? Yeah, she was fine. She was on TV. She couldn't kick off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good point. Actually, that's like, a really good love point. You're being recorded here. <laughs> well, let's just hope you're a better uh, uh, paramedic than you are. I, uh... I would like to think, like to think I am. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm so I'm so lucky to be able to have done both. Right? I absolutely loved my first job. It was amazing. The people I've met and just the experiences I got from it absolutely incredible. Do you still speak right. to anyone from your time? Yeah, yeah. Dates? Yeah, we're still in a WhatsApp group. Do you know, Fred um Fred had seen FaceTime with the other day and he was with Gordon and Gino and I knew oh, really? right. I had spot cream on here and here. I had my hair on my head and I'm sat there on the sofa watching Netflix and it said Fred FaceTime. And I thought, oh God, what's this? And then up pops Gino and I was like, <laughs> like losing my mind it was oh yeah but what so was he calling for just to say hello it just said hello they were actually out recording um the they've just released a new oh, program, the travel, they? The travel one, yeah, yeah they were out doing that so and i was i was just running around the house i was running upstairs running down because do you ever do it when you pay yourself and when you're on the phone yeah, the i nerves. was running i was just running <laughs> <laughs> running with my spot cream on but yeah i speak to quite a lot of them still um even the people backstage as well you know like that i say mm. backstage it's not really a stage but it's um yeah like the producer behind like the scenes the, yeah the camera people yeah. the sound people yeah such a great team they're amazing and have you spoken to Merlin yes yes I have how's he doing do you know what he's he's doing really well he's he's keeping really positive obviously it's heartbreaking isn't it awful yeah had him on here yeah yeah life's not really fair is it you don't it's just oh but the way that his his attitude is going to keep him up here he's, he's really positive making jokes like he like normally does so yeah but he's oh, he, he will get through it yeah and that's what, do you know what you are, if, if you've got that that mentality like do you, you know say, even seeing it in my work um we obviously deal with a lot of a lot of cancer and everything um mm-hmm. and some people's attitudes it just I can't get myself over it because I'm like I can't believe you can stay so positive and, but you have to don't you and it honestly does carry you through I think if you think to yourself we're going to beat it, I honestly think you give yourself a better chance. So yeah, he will, yeah, he will, he'll, he's going to be absolutely fine. Could you, yeah. could you see yourself ever doing some, some reality again or do you think you're kind of done? Oh God, TV I'd now? love to. I, absolute you? TV work is one of my favorite. I can't act, so that's out of the question. So no Corrie uh, in the question, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no Corrie barmaid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I absolutely, sorry, I've got lip gloss on. Can you see me? Yeah, keep getting <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would, if the opportunity ever came up, I always said I'd love to do SAS Who Dares Wins. That was one of my favourites. That's a hard one. Hard yeah, one. I mean, I wouldn't be any good at it, I don't think, but I'd love to give it but a go. give it a go, um, yeah. Oh, I'd turn up. <laughs> um, but yeah, just things like that, like action kind of things I'd love. But obviously, reality TV doesn't get dished out to everyone, does it? Right. So, yes. but I've, yeah, I absolutely, I love being part of the TV. So I just love the whole thing, the production, everything. 
SAS would probably feel like a holiday to you after the last 18 months, <laughs> but being a paramedic, I would imagine. I don't yeah. think it was described SAS as a holiday. <laughs> but can you imagine someone... When you've when you got a hood on your head and you're someone's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's maybe. the people shouting it, isn't it? Mm, I just honestly yeah. think I'd like, that is really, really mean. You know, when they do like that torture round, that's, I mean, there's so much I couldn't do, but when they get like headphones headphones, of babies screaming or crying frowning, I literally couldn't And they put you, they put you in a position, don't they? Make you sit in an awkward position. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, like every time, even watching Netflix after five minutes, I have to keep turning. So I think (laughs) if you put me in the same position for like 14 hours, listening to baby scream. Yeah. (laughs) I'm stressed watching it with a pack of cakes, do you know what I mean? (laughs) So, but yeah, you know, you know the bit, um, you know the bit where they say like they do the interrogation. I feel like I'd just give everyone up. You know, like no, I give yeah. you all the information. Yeah, just yeah. get me home. They're there. Get they're in home. this room. They've been yeah. there for this long. Yeah, this is all secret. <laughs> you in, yeah. uh, phone numbers oh seven nine. So maybe, maybe, maybe you want to yeah. do it, Laura. But in theory, <laughs> rather than in practice, maybe that's what it is. I think um, that's what it is. Well, if, if we want to find out more about the gratitude games, where can where can we look it up? Do you know? So if you head to there on, they've got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and they've got a crowdfunding page on there at the moment. They're trying to get as many people to back them at the moment just to raise funds so that this can all this can all happen. I think they've raised about eight thousand pounds so far. Oh, amazing! So amazing. Yeah, so they're doing really well, and it just, I just I hope they do raise the money because it just it will be an amazing event for everyone. You'll all get to see me running. I think, which <laughs> is entertaining for everyone well good luck with it i guess and oh, uh, and so uh yeah and and, and i hope that the, the, like you said earlier that the pandemic is coming to an end and uh maybe maybe you just ease up a little bit with the work maybe a little bit yeah just a little bit <laughs> uh thank oh, you laura thank Great you so much you. for joining thank you for well, having me Rose. you're welcome thank my love. you okay take care have a lovely again. evening take care stay safe bye. and you bye what a lovely girl yeah what a lovely girl and and to deal with all of that so well um that i mean that's yeah a lot a lot going on um yeah. so yeah so good on her and, and and good on the gratitude games it sounds like it'll be a great event so there was also um there was some big uh reunion news uh, in the last week hasn't there obviously we've had um lots of lots of band reunions in the last couple of years we've had steps and uh atomic kitten and spice girls back in uh, 2019 and now the Wanted are getting back together. What, what, what do you make of that? I thought it was very, very, very touching that. news. I, I think it's su- such a lovely thing. Like, I've personally worked with Steve in the past, and he's such a lovely guy. And um, I, I, I generally <laughs> just uh, get just such a, and a lovely boy as well, or man. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I just think, especially with Tom, I, I think it's so lovely that that they, they've put on this show I, I would have loved to have been there I really would I'm sure it was amazing well they're planning on doing a full set of dates I believe aren't they they did a stand up to cancer thing I, I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to do um some more some more dates I think um there's a lot of especially like post uh pandemic or kind of during the pandemic there's a lot of uh of discussion about or, or, or love for like nostalgia right and um and the wanted were sort of I guess sort of because so, they were around the same time as One Direction, weren't they? So sort of the early 2010s sort of time. Um, they and they were just like a big a big deal and and just like they always seemed like really nice guys. They had their they had a show in America, I think, didn't they? And uh, and they just they had some really good bangers. So I don't see why they're. I imagine their fans are quite excited. 
you're right. I definitely think there's a, a want for nostalgia. I, I think after everything that the the world's been through, it's it must be something. I mean, I don't know. I'm don't know the subconscious reason behind it, but maybe it's going back to happier times, normal simpler times, times. <laughs> simpler times, and like everyone. And I guess regardless of what age or generation you are. You've all because I certainly I can date moments of my life through music. I listen yeah, to definitely, so I, definitely. I know my secondary school music era when I started working, certain relationships. And I think that's the, the thing with music, isn't it? It can take you back to the most amazing of times. Likewise, if it if if it's a breakup, certain songs or a, that relationship, if it hasn't ended, um in marriage as you broke up um yeah. it also it, it can take you back to that moment in time but yeah I think that's the thing and we all just kind of want that little bit of um bit of a throwback yeah yeah totally I was I was listening to something the other day where they were saying that a lot of acts a lot of artists when they um when they when the pandemic started um back in 2020 that a lot of them wanted to delay projects or or put them back but actually because so many people um, were sort of sitting in their houses, um, desperate for entertainment, those albums have become, I'm thinking of like Lady Gaga and, you know, her song with Ariana Grande, Kylie with her disco album and um, Billie Eilish. And those are people that release albums um, during the pandemic, really at its worst point, um, how those albums have gone on to become quite, especially on the pop side, have become quite, um iconic because of the time they were released if they would have delayed them for another sort of two years or whatever then maybe it wouldn't have been as big um because people were happy kind of in a way to dance around by themselves in their in their living rooms at that time um so yeah I, i i'm hopeful the boys and especially like like you mentioned for tom who does have a, a terminal uh, a brain tumor, you know, it, it, and that's horribly sad. Um, but I, I read something that he said where he said, um, I, "I I accept that it's part of my life, but I don't want it to kind of run my life." And I think that's a prime. Uh, the probably, I mean, I'm, it's not something I've had to deal with personally, but I would imagine would be the best possible way you can deal with it. You understand that you have it, but you've got to get on with your life while you have it, while you while you. Are still here you know like you've got to live every day as much as you can and for someone like Tom and, and the rest of the the boys from the wanted um I imagine well it was a huge part of their lives um so I can imagine that it's really nice for them to be all together again and sort of be uh enjoying themselves and, and I guess for him obviously I'm not speaking for him I, I, I don't know him personally but I bet it's lovely for him to be with the boys on stage and to be doing something he loves and, and to not be thinking about it. And yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's that taste of, um, yeah, just, it's probably an amazing distraction for him. And to be with the lads, it's clearly like they've been through so much together. Their lives changed. They had an amazing band. Like I, I'm sure it couldn't have come at a better time for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's 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 wish them all the best, and um, why don't why don't we have a little uh, little trip down memory lane and uh, play one of their songs today? We don't usually do that, but um, let's do it today. Yeah, let's get nostalgic, Steve. Let's get nostalgic. Let's play a little bit of all time low. Well, that was lovely to hear. Lovely to hear the boys. Um, 
singing again and um, hopefully we'll be hearing more from them in the future. So what have you got coming up this week, Bob? I think we've probably covered all the bases at the beginning of the show, didn't we? Yeah, so yeah, we've had a little bit of a, a flip reversal this uh, show, haven't we? We started off with our weeks to come, but yeah, more of my behind the scenes filming at Tower. We're going to go do a few interviews on location and um, and then back into my studio on Friday, back on back on set and uh, yeah, doing the official after party. How about All you? Good. Getting ready for that trek up. Uh, I was going to say Kilimanjaro, ain't Kilimanjaro, <laughs> is it? If only I was going to Kenya. Uh, oh, is that in Kenya? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it's Ben Nevis, um, the highest mountain in the UK. But it's not really a mountain. But anyway, yeah, so I'll be doing that um, and spending some time with my family uh, up north. And uh, and I haven't, my, my, all my dad's side of the family uh, are from the northeast, but my dad moved away from there um, six years ago. So I haven't been up there for a very long time when I used to spend a lot of time there as a kid. So um, so I'm actually really looking forward to it. It'll just be nice to to spend some time there, really. You're going to have a bit of Agus and an iron brew. That when I get to Scotland, most definitely. Well, I'm veggie, Bob, so no haggis. Um, oh, yeah, there maybe must be a, nice a veggie old mushroom, 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 mushroom turnip haggis. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my auntie does like a drink, so we're going to probably have a few wines and uh, and just have a really nice time. Lots of lots of walks and um, and hanging out. Yeah, it'll be really that'll nice. Be so nice, and probably one of the last weeks you can get away with doing that before the weather turns. So. Well planned. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope so. Let's let's keep our fingers crossed. Uh, oh, well, well, yes. I'll have them crossed for you, but I'm going to miss you next week. But, Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yes, I won't be fingers in next crossed week. for the trek and the weather. Let's hope I don't fall over. Um, Well, yes, so so everyone, uh, thank you for listening to our slightly different show this week. Uh, Until next week, goodbye. Bye, guys. Stay safe.